I don't think there are deadly sins. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, what is a deadly sin? A deadly sin is a sin that's going to get you sent to hell, right? So I'm not so sure I believe in hell. I'm pretty sure overeating doesn't send you there if there is a hell. On the other hand, I mean, if we think of gluttony as a kind of avarice, right, if which, you and know, you'll there hear we go, the adage, everything in yeah. moderation, yeah, I think it taps into this thing that you know, we're discussing to, to learn about because all of these areas that you pointed out in moderation <laughs> would be arguably action Because I do think there's a lot of proportion. Uh, what's in the box? And so if you know it in ways that are positive for everyone. And that I think is why pride is considered one of the deadly sins. You wrap the story Hello there. Welcome to Deadly, the hottest talk show about sin since 1210 CE. This is your host, Alex Ennis, and today I'm saying goodbye. It's been a very long and very rewarding couple of months here at Deadly. Our experts have answered all the questions delved into new discussions, and put a spin on sin. It's been a blast, and I'm incredibly thankful to all of the guests for making an appearance. Not only am I thankful to my guests, but I'm indescribably thankful to you all. When the going got tough with this project, the support that I got from listeners kept my gears moving. It meant so much that I could count on folks to tune in every week. I just hope that your experience was as good as mine. It didn't feel right to end this series without a wrap-up, so I'm here to give you my takeaways. No experts, no PhDs, just little old me. I think that what has rung home the most for me throughout these episodes is that the sins aren't mutually exclusive. They exist together as a cohesive unit. I started this series acknowledging the connectedness of some sins, pride and envy, gluttony and lust. The straightforward relationships are hard to ignore, but the sins are all brothers and sisters. You can't talk about sins in a vacuum. You just can't. It's also clear that the sins pervade modern culture everywhere. From eating in Fiji to stakeholder analysis to keeping up with the Joneses, there's nearly nothing that the sins haven't touched in some way. Just by the sheer range of academics we've had on this show, I hope it's clear that the seven deadly sins are relevant to any field. They're absolutely everywhere in contemporary culture, and I hope that you all have enjoyed seeing where some of our modern tropes got their starts. But there's one thing that I believe is the most important. I got into it during our bonus episode, but I want to expand. And here it is. People are messy. People sin by mistake. People sin on purpose. Some people devote their entire lives to avoiding sin, while others make a living off of it. But at the end of the day, there is no person living or dead who hasn't sinned at some point. We don't love humanity for its perfection. The Anthropocene is an age of mistakes and ultimately an age of sin. If you identify as a member of the human race, you identify as a fallible being. A sloppy, clumsy, sinful being. And that's okay. It's actually amazing. Without sin, the world wouldn't have stories. Or triumphs. There certainly would be less laughter. And, I believe, less love. Sinning makes us better because it makes us fallible. And in the fallibility of others, we see the fallibility of ourselves. We see the broken, accidental parts of our lives, 
And it's in that recognition that we can connect with and embrace each other. The more we sin, the more human we become. And the more human we become, the more that compassion and kinship and love will fill our lives. So listen very closely to what I'm about to say. Keep sinning. We'll